Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, September 29th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I am looking outside. The winds are picking up. The rains are starting. We're starting to get mm. some pretty serious outer bands. The uh, weather channel has been on permanently at my house. I've actually relocated yeah. to my parents' home for uh, the night. We expect to get... I don't know if the eye will exactly come over us, but the center of the storm should hit us sometime overnight, probably in the midnight to 2 p.m. Uh, range. Now, it are they a, a, a bit better situated for weather like this than you are, or is it no, just a fu- let me be with other people, specifically yeah, the, my family? The, yeah, they're five minutes away from me. Yeah, um, right. So not a big deal. And like, Storms are cool, but they're cool to go through with sure. other people. Oh, totally. Uh, and the one benefit that my parents do have is is they have a patio. Uh, I do not. So if I of wanted course. to like go outside and watch it a little bit, um, which I did the last hurricane, uh, I can do that at their house a little bit easier. Love but it. it's also, you know, if you're going to go through a hurricane, like obviously as long as everybody's safe but i mean it's a, it's an experience that you want to go through and you want to share that with other people so sure. i live i live alone and uh, rather than staying at home i worked today and then packed up my computer and my mic and some clothes and some food and and headed over to my parents house on wednesday afternoon so and- i will be here and you're injured from box jumping, so <laughs> I am a little injured. It's not bad. I yeah. iced, I iced on uh, Tuesday night, but uh, I finished the workout though, so uh, hey, you know proud of you. it's all good. Yeah, okay. there you go. Um, <laughs> I did want to let you know that assuming that everything goes according to plan, uh, I will be taking over hosting this week on Broadway on Sunday. I'll be joined by ah. Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier. If you want to listen to that live as we record on Sunday at 10 a.m., you can head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon to get in on that when we do it live. And then, of course, you also get to hear everything that we release here at Broadway Radio before it gets put out on the regular feed, especially now that we have the regular feed back up and running. So, all right, Ashley, not a ton of news here on a Thursday yeah. coming off of Wednesday. But speaking of, of Hurricane Ivan that I am getting ready to live through, um, on Wednesday, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS announced that it was awarding a, a quarter of a million dollar emergency grant to immediately assist the people of Puerto Rico who have uh, essentially had their yeah. entire island shut down in terms of power and water shortages as Disaster. well as other humanitarian issues due to Hurricane Fiona, which happened there earlier this month. They are still... Uh, in a lot of ways, still devastated by Hurricane Maria that happened, I think, what, five years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, as always, we appreciate... I was three years ago, 2019. But, oh, God. Um, Is it really? I, time means nothing. You throw the you throw the pandemic in yeah. there. I have no sense of time anymore. But um, as always, Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS goes far beyond just what you know the name would suggest, and they do so much great work. Absolutely, sending out money to so many different communities and and groups that need assistance. Um, the emergency grant will go to the Hispanic Federation on behalf of the entire Broadway community uh, to support the on the ground efforts providing essential supplies and services to communities most affected by the storm. Um, Tom Vio. The executive director of Broadway Cares Equity Fights Aid said, quote, we are proud on behalf of Broadway and the extended theater community to quickly take action in ways that not only supplement the loss of resources in Puerto Rico, but provide some solace to our community members here in New York that help is on the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
as always with BCEFA, they do great work f- inside the Broadway community and also in the name of the Broadway Definitely. community. So congratulations and, and not congratulations, but sure. um, kudos, kudos to BCEFA for making exactly. this uh, this grant av- available Im- immediately. Yeah, it's a mess out there at the moment, completely devastating and always glad to have Broadway Cares. I mean, they just got a record breaking one million something for uh, the flea market. This past weekend, so got mm-hmm. some money, more money to throw around, and they also know the importance based on you know, their namesake of community mm-hmm. care. So always great to see the work that they're putting in Broadway and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to run through a handful of smaller stories, but things that we definitely wanted to talk about. Yesterday it was announced that the original Broadway cast recording of A Beautiful Noise, comma, the Neil Diamond musical will be released on November 2nd. The album streaming release will coincide with the production's first preview performance at the Broadhurst Theater. The actual physical CD will be available one month later on December 2nd. That is two days ahead of the uh, the official opening night on December 4th. The first single, however, Cracklin' Rose which is a Neil Diamond song that I am vaguely familiar with, um, is currently available to stream. That song, of course, was co-written, uh, was co-written by Neil Diamond and the orchestrations were by Bob Gaudio, who I think is just so fascinating that he is producing this, this show. Um, and he's also like a central yeah, character in another jukebox musical. Yeah. Also, Cracklin' Rosie, for the record, as someone who's Rosie. clearly not yeah. familiar with a very well-known song. Neil Diamond's not my jam, man. I mean, I, I, me I neither, but I'm a Yankees fan, so it makes sense. I oh. did extremely dance to Sweet Caroline at a wedding this past weekend, though, so that's all you get. I mean, isn't that a Red Sox thing, that's though? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. You know. That's very... You know yeah. it's a bop. When I'm dancing to a song that the Red Sox have adopted. But the wedding was smart, despite it being in Minnesota. They immediately followed it up with New York, New York. So I appreciated okay. that even more. <laughs> you, you give me Sweet Caroline and um, Coming to America. And that's about the extent of my Neil Diamond solo stuff. Mm, um, yeah. And like, I'm sure there's some other things maybe that he did with other folks that I'm familiar with. Like, didn't he do a song with... Or maybe I get I get my Neils confused. Him and Neil Young, like, <laughs> yeah. Who did you don't send me flowers? I don't know. I'm Neil all confused. Young? I don't know. Brother don't Love's know Traveling Salvation Show is my favorite Neil Diamond song, and it's no idea. Basically, the only one I like <laughs> properly. The the my favorite Neil Diamond material is whatever shows up in the other Josh Cohen. There That's you go. really all Perfect. I've got. <laughs> uh, all right. On Wednesday, the Broadway Company of Chicago announced that. Um, the upcoming Roxy Hart, Ryoko Onikura, has to, uh, has had to withdraw from her limited engagement in the show due to a back injury that she suffered uh, in the lead up to the show. This was supposed to be her fourth stint in the Broadway company of Chicago, having first appeared as Roxy Hart in the musical's Japanese production in 2008. She was only going to be doing six performances in November, uh, so she will not be there. Chicago will announce a replacement Roxy Hart uh, in, in in the coming days, because it's only a month and a half away, uh, potentially maybe uh, maybe Angelica Ross, who is currently playing yeah. Roxy, will extend, or maybe the person who's coming in that was supposed to come in after Yonikura will start a little earlier. But maybe. as is always the case with Chicago, they will find.
find somebody from the deep say, reserves exactly. of former Roxy Hearts to step in at some point. Yeah, they've got a few people floating around <laughs> at all times. <laughs> Never yeah. mind the everybody who will apparently do this show at some point in their career. Yeah, and what's wrong with that? No, absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Keep it running. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, fun, exciting uh, story that we had, especially for people who were you know, either fans of the TV show ER or Doctor Who, uh, on Wednesday, the Royal Shakespeare Company announced its winner in spring 2023 season, which will begin with a production of The Tempest running January 26th through March 4th. It will star... Alex Kingston, who uh, who played River Song yes, on on um, on Doctor Who, and mm-hmm. was it? I first saw her uh, on ER. Um, she will play Prospero in her return to the RSC. That's she will fun. star alongside Jessica Rhodes as Miranda, under the direction of Elizabeth Firestone. This production reimagines the gender of Prospero to turn the play, which explores themes of power, ignorance, and healing, into one about a mother and daughter. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't didn't Julie Taymor's movie version have a have a woman play Prospero? I believe. I think um, you're right. I would have to double check that though. Yeah, I I feel like there. This is not a completely revolutionary concept, um, but uh, maybe you can Google that while I'm re- running through the rest of RSC season. Um, they will follow yeah. that up with Julius Caesar from March 18th through April 8th. Then they will stage Cymbeline uh, from April 22nd through May 27th. Um, productions of uh, As You Like It and Macbeth have also been announced for the summer. Helen Mirren played Prospera opposite Ben Winshaw, Alan Cumming was in it, Reeve Carney was in it, yeah. Yeah, I thought so, and I I knew it was either going to be Helen Mirren or Judy Dench. It was one of those two. I just couldn't figure out which it (laughs) was. How dare you, yeah. I know. And I love the subtle, like... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've only interviewed one of them. I've interviewed Dame, oh. uh, Dame Helen, or uh, Dame Judy Dent. See, you've already confused him again. Jeez. Yeah. I'm, I'm not well. <laughs> I'm yeah. not crazy. I'm just a little unwell. Um, yeah, we know. <laughs> We've already talked about the A Beautiful Noise cast album, but another album that I'm very much looking forward to coming out in November is from the immortally perfect voiced Liz Calloway. <laughs> she confirmed on Instagram on Tuesday, I believe, or Wednesday, yeah. that she has an upcoming tribute album to Stephen Sondheim that will be released on November 11th. One of my it former is called- interviews. Yeah, it is called To Steve With Love, Liz mm. Calloway Celebrates Sondheim it, uh, as a show debuted at 54 Below in March and was recorded live for release. Um, of course, she appeared in the original company of Mary Lee Roll Along. Yes, indeed. And uh, her career has only kind of gone on from there. She is a Tony nominee. And I, I mean, I heard her just a couple years ago at 54 Below, and she still yep. sounds the exact same. I will yes. never not marvel at how incredible her voice yeah, has purest remained. Purest voice. Absolutely. Unbelievable. So much. Yeah. So clear. So much clarity. And she's a delight. I adore her. A wonderful human. Yes, yeah. absolutely. To hear her sing um, uh, Journey to the Past or whatever that song is called from Anastasia, whether by herself mm-hmm. or with Christy Altamar, and you're just like, this is a song that I grew up listening to, like her voice sing it. Yeah. And she sounds the, I, I mean, almost better, if you can believe it, b- because of like the, the wisdom that you gain exactly. with age. But vocally, she sounds the exact same. And, and she is absolutely wonderful and a great follow on Instagram where mm-hmm. she often posts videos of her singing in her car, uh, <laughs> which is always fantastic and always the better wonderful. The version so, of carpool karaoke. 
yes. change it up. I, think, I mean, I think the original <laughs> Carpool Karaoke has its moments of being fun. It has its moments. There you go. You, you just the don't like James Corden. moments. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> then you then you'd never know you had one. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. This is a story that is both um, kind of exciting and also a bit sad. It comes from NPR's Morning Edition. Uh, and uh, Bilal Qureshi does the reporting on this. And it is about the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. If you remember, I think last year I spoke with the Oregon Shakespeare Festival artistic director, Nataki Garrett. No, it was actually earlier this year. It was at the beginning of this year. And Ooh. talked about the season that was going to be coming up there and all of the exciting things that she was doing in her first full season after taking over mid pandemic pandemic the this story kind of chronicles a lot of the changes that have happened um, and what a kind of an exciting season that they've put together and how it feels like a fully returned version of the of the festival mm-hmm. even though things are not the same in terms of the productions they are still dealing with uh, reduced capacity they are dealing with um, wildfires in and around that part of Oregon COVID-19 outbreaks um, and that's kind of a, a really gratifying story to hear about how OSF and Garrett have kind of found ways to rebound and keep this iconic festival and integral part of the American theater community Absolutely. going while also kind of making some important inroads in terms of representation and, and, and bringing diversity into a full season and bringing different voices beyond the classics. in, they are, they've staged, uh, Dominique Mariso's Confederates this season. Mm-hmm. And along with that though, comes the sad. And this is actually something that predates uh, Nataki Garrett when the previous artistic director of the Oregon Shakespeare Festival tried to do some different things in terms of, uh, I don't know if it was colorblind or color conscious casting and things like that. They got some pushback from longtime subscribers. And it sounds like those things have only escalated since a black woman is taking over as the artistic director. So much so that Garrett now has to be accompanied by a security team um, when she goes out to public appearances, which is absolutely absolutely ridiculous ludicrous yeah. and asinine and it shows you that despite the fact that we in the theater community like to think of ourselves as accepting and inclusive and progressive that there yeah, are still amazing. many members of the community especially um you know let's just call a spade a spade the vast majority of the donors and season mm-hmm. subscription subscribers whether that's in new york or or oregon or anywhere across the country are affluent white people and they don't like things to change change. especially yeah when especially when it is changed to make things look less like they look and to and to think less like they think and even though those groups tend to be more democratic leaning uh, in a big d sense and 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 more progressive in thoughts that doesn't actually that, mean yeah. they always carry those things out in practice. I was about to say, practice. those thoughts don't actually change. They still want the uh, milk toast <laughs> versions that they see themselves in. And, I, you know, this is kind of the biggest national version, really, of everything that we've seen as a culmination of the past two and a half years, both with racism, but also trying to figure out ways to adapt theater in the face of massive struggles. Yeah. It's it's interesting because in the article, they talk about the fact that Ashland, Oregon, which is where the festival happens, mm-hmm. is itself 91% white according to the 2020 yeah, census. Yeah, surprising. 
Yeah, and they quote a Portland State University professor uh, talking about the the history of racism in the state, saying, "quote It's a state founded with a racial exclusion clause in its constitution, unfair <laughs> labor laws for migrants who have come to live here, and an active KKK presence well into the twentieth, if yep. not twenty first century." So all of these things factor in to really put a damper on what should be a really exciting and, and revolutionary story in the theater community, and we wish Nataki Garrett um, yeah. and everybody at OSF uh, the best of luck. And honestly, I said it on Twitter on Wednesday morning, like, okay, I didn't, wasn't planning on going to Oregon next year, but yeah, um, maybe I'm going to have to, I guess I'm going to have to figure <laughs> yeah. that. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll, that'll be a, the stop instead of going to Vegas after a uh, trip to the uni, it'll be OSF if I can line those schedules Broadway up. radio field trip to Oregon Shakespeare Festival. I'm in. Let's do it. All right, cool. Well, let's wrap up the show with a couple of feel good recommendations. We talked about the extension of Come Fall in Love Dash, the DDLJ musical and its extension at the San Diego Old Globe Theater. They have now released a first look video of the production so you can get all that and see all that fun and upbeat and really exciting music and dance that we talked about um, with this musical that has its roots in Bollywood the other day. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you were on social media, on I theater, am. Twitter at yes. all on Wednesday, Always. you knew I was going to talk about this. I know it well. Ashley, you and I have already discussed it um, yeah, all the via text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they uh, have released new highlights of Stephanie J. Block and her IRL and onstage husband, Sebastian Arcellus, as well as others from the new cast of Into the Woods on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a great group of highlights. There is definitely some things that I uh, am interested in here and, and am yeah. very much into all of the discussions about. But the one thing that you and I talked about, I think it must have been last night, is that Stephanie J. Block has such incredible human instincts mm-hmm. that she brings to her acting that it is it is I don't think that the the choices are necessarily as in your face as maybe Heather Headley's were sure. because I think the roles are so much more nuanced and different where the witch is kind Absolutely. of a broad character where uh, the baker's wife is, is a much more grounded performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but I think the, the, the decisions and the choices that she makes are very much on par with kind of those revelatory things that we talked about Heather Headley making yeah. at Encores because they were so unlike what we know from Into the Woods in – Heather's case from Bernadette Peters and mm-hmm. um, uh, in, in Stephanie's uh, cases uh, in Joanne's. So it, it's just very exciting to see this. I'm very much looking forward to seeing SJB when I go back in November. <laughs> Seb will not be in the show anymore. Yeah. I will be seeing, ugh, I'm going to be stuck with seeing Brian Darcy oh, James God, again. The, you poor soul. I know, but very excited. Love these highlights and always love the fact that we get more um, of this. And, uh, I, you know, if they want to film it, like, I'm, I'm not, not going to be mad. mad about yeah, it. exactly. Not be mad. I've so far gotten two songs, one of which has been officially released by Into the Woods social media and one of which resides on YouTube. And both I have, no have been talking about. I, yeah, you, what? You absolutely did not send that to me the other day. I know. Absolutely not. Weird. Who's to say what I'm talking about? Google Moments in the Woods, Stephanie J. Block on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. The witch can be this very big and powerful role and kind of have its deviations from that. You really can't go too big with the baker's wife without it being cartoony because you still have to come back down mm-hmm. for those very sweet moments and, you know, no pun intended, but also intended. <laughs> uh, but 
Yeah, I think she's so well fit for Sondheim scores, and I just want to see her do more. I'm talking like everything. Ta- I know. I'm talking earlier, like I really want to see her passion, especially like that's oh my god, that's what's in my Can you head. Imagine at the her moment. as Fosca. I'm, oh my god, I have been all day, <laughs> all day. So oh. good. So revival, good. revival, okay. off Broadway revival right now with Stephanie J. Block. Seriously, why don't I mean we? I mean, it's I guess they did a passion what like seven years, seven yeah, eight years ago now yeah. or something. It's it's a, it's a hard one to do, and they didn't yes. really have any cause to do it, but now they do, and I'm gonna pound down the door until I see it. Somebody announce it before the end of the year so I can add that to my list of Sondheim <laughs> Got predictions. You. There, yeah, that's very true. I thought you were going to say to yeah. your list of shows that you have to see before oh, well, the end I mean, of the year. Duh. But obviously. Duh, but yeah. It's just about my, my prediction. Yeah, for the year. your but, own self-worth yeah. and all. <laughs> that's all that matters. I don't care about anybody else. Exactly. Screw other people. True. Screw fact. the middle classes. It's they will never accept me. The theme anyway. song. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Sorry for throwing in some ALW during the yeah, uh, very during upsetting. the Sondheim conversation. <laughs> very upsetting things. I'll blame it on the changing air pressures around me. That's anyway, fair. that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No. This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday. And barring any unforeseen power Ooh. outages, we will talk to you tomorrow. Ooh.